0: Hi, this is the Me Journeys and I'm Paige Tripp. I'm a mom of four girls who knows parenting isn't easy, especially when trying to heal and grow ourselves. Here, I share the real ups and downs I have faced on my own mindful empowerment journey and how I navigate healing through parenting. Join me on this journey and let's get mindfully empowered together. I'm Paige Tripp, and I just dropped my phone. (laughs) Welcome back to the Me Journeys, where mindful empowerment helps you make the most of all situations. So this week has been a real challenging week for me mentally and physically and emotionally. So much coming in and up and ready to be transformed The universe giving me opportunities to show up different, to really step into my power and to show myself how much work and how much change I have cultivated within myself to now make the changes. Have I stepped up to the plate and always executed those changes currently in my life? Yes and no as I am human, and I will always falter as I am not perfect. So what am I talking about? So as I had stated in previous ones, for those of you who are just joining us, um, I have struggled with postpartum depression, regular depression, anxiety. I have just been diagnosed with ADHD, and my emotional state can go from zero to 100 very quickly. Especially in high intense situations where my sensory processing is overstimulated. In a house of four children, I am constantly overstimulated. So I have been really challenged to tap into calming my nervous system and my breath in order to cultivate a sense of peace within myself when I do not have that alone time or that space to actually be quiet. So, This week, um, I just wanted to share about some past history with me. So when I was um, raising my two older daughters, who are now 10 and 8, there was a lot of anxiety around bedtime and nap time. One, because I use this time as my time to recharge my batteries. When my kids are refusing to nap, it triggered me to get into a fight-or-flight mode where I immediately thought, oh, shit, I have no time for myself, and I would spiral. The victim mentality would come in, the negative mindset. I would spiral. I would get angry with them. We would all be yelling. It would be chaotic. And so as I have journeyed through the past five or six years of healing myself and realizing that I don't have to just use that time for me time, And then I'm allowed to ask for support and help in order to get the me time I need. Even if that requires me to hire a babysitter or whatever it means, I am entitled to recharge my batteries. And so it has made it a bit easier for me to find that time. However, in moments when life has been chaotic, like this past month, my husband was laid up with foot surgery. And so I really didn't have that much support in the sense of day-to-day living I actually had extra tasks on my plate as I was helping him get things he needed as well as my other four kids and it's been chaotic. So I have definitely neglected myself and my needs. Those are the times when we need to up taking care of ourselves and really dive into taking care of ourselves. But most of us as we are human and we make mistakes, we tend to do what needs to be done to keep the peace. We're forgetting that the peace within ourselves is also cultivating the peace out of ourselves, if that makes sense. So I know this is a bit all over them, but as this time and my husband started back at work um, has started to come back into normalcy, I have found myself in a lot of heightened emotional states and a lot of old thinking coming back in. My twins are refusing to sleep at night. They're refusing to sleep at nap. And I am struggling to think outside the box, let's say. So yes, when after my big kids stopped taking naps, I was able to look at nap time in a different perspective. However, being thrown back into nap times and refusal of nap times, I have been triggered back into old mental states. This is not a time to fall into old habits and continue to do the negative things. However, I have. <laughs> There's been moments where I'm like, just go to sleep <laughs> and shut the door and like go in my room and scream into my pillow. Because in that moment, I've just had a human experience and that's okay. Um, now, as things are calming down, and right now, as I'm doing this podcast, if you can hear it in my voice, I'm feeling a little anxious because both of them are refusing to nap. And I am like, come on, please nap so I can have quiet so I can do this. (laughs) Um, But one thing I've been practicing is detaching from emotion when parenting. I know this sounds probably counterintuitive as it might sound like I am neglecting a part of myself, but What I am doing is I am lessening the heightened state for my kids. My kids are a lot like me in the sense of they're highly sensitive. So if they sense a tone of anxiety, anger, frustration, they respond to that and they're all different. So some of them will cry. Some of them will yell back and get angry and like mirror whatever you are showing them. And so, I have started, I just started this two days ago, and I really saw myself step into it today, where I had one of the my daughters throwing a fit, and she was throwing everything, biting everybody, and, like, losing it. And so, I tried to hold her to keep others safe, because she would follow us and bite us, and she actually bit a hole in my shirt, which I was a little ticked off about, because it's new. But... Um, I was like okay I stood up and I'm just letting her pull at my shirt cause I'm like okay she's not bothering anyone else she's bothering me I took a deep breath I closed my eyes because I was like whatever just take a breath because right now you're about to lose it and I kept breathing and I kept breathing and something came to me was like just state the facts just state the facts just state the facts just state the facts and I was like what the fuck does that mean <laughs> and I just kept thinking like okay what does it want me what does this voice want me to do? That voice, I assume, is my higher self. I believe that we all have this like inner guidance or you can think of it like Pinocchio. You have your little Jiminy Cricket telling you always what to do because they love you and they want the best for you and everyone involved. So I was like, all right, took a breath. Once I felt my body being calm and know that I could speak without showing anger or whatever else I was feeling, I then simply said, gentle hands or gentle whatever or brookie let go of mama's shirt let go of mama's shirt and then I took the shirt from her hand gently and by me having no emotional exertion towards her just simply stating what she needed to do she just looked at me like what the fuck is wrong with you Like, aren't you supposed to yell at me right now? Aren't you about to lose your shit because I'm biting your shirt and I bit a hole in it? And then she just kind of was like, I think like shocked into like disbelief that like, okay, mom is like not frustrated or trying to negotiate with me. She's just telling me what to do. So then I was like, oh, wow, this works. So I was like, let's put this to the test and do it again. And so they like to get down from the table And not eat. So I was like, Elizabeth, on bench. Eat food. And I sound like a zombie (laughs) sometimes or like a robot. (laughs) But it's like they're not getting, no matter what they're doing, they're not getting a response that is fueled by emotion. They're getting what needs to happen. And then once they sit down, I'm like, good job. Okay, let's play. And like they have little toys at the table to try to get them right now we're training them so our developmental therapist said like okay it's it's fine to have one activity at the table to keep their attention or you can like I don't know she gave me a few other ideas but right now that's all I can think of um so I let them each have one little guy and they pretend that they're eating their food too so that it engages them and helps them to learn like this is where we stay when we eat we have a lot of issues with that because I struggled with boundary setting. And so as I have grown my boundaries, I am beginning to also implement more structure. And so this is my struggle. The more they refuse to nap or the more they, like right now, they're laughing hysterically up there and they scream at each other and then they laugh. So that's what I hear right now. Um, The more that these occurrences are happening, it's usually what in the past I would think is like, oh, I'm a terrible mom. I can, I'll never be able to get this right. Everything is just a mess. How come other parents can have nap time? How can other parents have alone time? And I can't, what's wrong with me? Woe is me, blah, blah, blah. That's the negative mindset. And when we are only seeing the negative and we're only focusing on the negative or the repeated cycles, that's all we're going to continue to see until we step out of our box and try something new. And not just once, but like continue. Show them that consistency and keep doing the calming of the nervous system. That is the number one thing that I notice. Even if all hell is breaking loose around me, I am having inner calm. As long as no one's murdering someone or like dying or the house isn't on fire As long as I am calm, the world around me is going to slowly start to calm and calm and calm and calm. Why am I sharing this? I'm sharing this because we tend to get into these cycles of I tried something new and it's not working. So go back to what keeps me feeling safe and what I'm used to and when we do that when we allow ourselves to go back and stay in that safety bubble we are not going to ever see a change we're going to stay stuck and we're going to feel miserable think of it like you plant a seed outside you water it you go and eat your lunch and then you you're not going to run outside and be like oh where's my flower oh it didn't grow forget it i'm never watering it again no you're going to say okay well what's you know here is my plant it's give it a few more days, give it a few more weeks. Okay. It's growing. Oh, I see a slight change. Oh, look, there's, there's the little sprout. And as your plant is fully grown and it's continuing to grow and you want to sustain it, you're going to watch it. You're going to make sure that it's not dying. You're going to nurture it. You're going to continue to do the things that make it nourished and whole. So you are the important piece here is you being nourished and whole, you can then show up for your plant, for your children, for your family in a whole place. And if you're responding and reacting like the house is on fire all the time, that is going to instill fear and panic in everybody else as well. And they are... Are, these little children are so amazing at picking up on energy and they know when mom is not happy. They know when what's going to get a response and what's going to get them what they want. And they're going to do that until they get what they want. Sometimes when we are possibly codependent, I know I, I'm, co, I'm a codependent person and I am healing, I'm recovering, I'm, I'm changing. Um, I know that when I'm in fight or flight, and I see that people around me are not happy, I will tend to fall into that codependency people-pleasing. And my kids know that. And so breaking that habit, do I mess up? Absolutely. And it's going to happen. And no one's going to be perfect. And until you are consistent and have your day feel your feels if you need a whole day to feel your feels do it ask for support and then come back tomorrow and be like all right this is what's happening and know that it's okay to not be okay it's okay to go and seek support it's okay to go to a therapist it's okay to get a coach it's okay to do what you need to do to support your mental health talk to your doctor I used medication before um, to help ease symptoms because until I was able to implement changes, I needed support to reduce my anxiety, to reduce suicidal thoughts, to reduce that overwhelming feeling of despair. And it did help a little bit. Um, But all it was doing was masking my symptoms. It wasn't fixing the problem. So Yes, you can use therapy. Yes, you can use coaches. Yes, you can use medication. But until you face your shit and until you are willing to lean in when shit gets hard and make the changes, excuse my language, nothing is going to change. Nothing is going to change. And so, you know, this is me giving myself a pep talk as well. Because right now, this past week, I have been like, screw this. I just want to like give up because sometimes it's hard and sometimes it feels irritating and it's okay. It's okay to have those moments but then get back up. Get back on, as my coach Amanda Merritt says, get back on your unicorn, adjust your crown and get back to it. Dedicate yourself back to it. So this podcast today is simply a little love tap. If you're feeling despair, you're feeling like there, what is the point? The point is life is going to continue to give you experiences to master something. So look at what keeps cycling in your life. What keeps happening in your life that you don't like, that you don't want? Identify it. What is the gift? What is, what is this opportunity trying to teach you? Right now it's trying to teach me patience. It's trying to teach me better ways of communicating. It's trying to teach me to give up my codependent people-pleasing and that I actually am a powerful good mother who knows what my kids need and they need naps because they have sensory issues and they will have meltdowns and the rest of the day will be crazy. So lean in, lean in, find the gift, identify the cycles, and then take one small action step to start your mind in knowing that it's safe to make that change and then commit to it. Even if you spend one whole month just being like, okay, what do I want to change? I want to change or I want to spend the whole month just connecting to my breath and calming my nervous system. So take that space when your kids are freaking out, literally as long as no one's like losing it and like being dangerous or sit in the middle, like literally sit on the floor in front of your kids And put your hand on your heart and your belly and then take 10 deep belly breaths and be loud about it when you take your deep breaths, like really get in there (laughs) and be a little bit dramatic about it and show your kids like, hey, and you can even say, mommy or daddy is overwhelmed. I'm going to take some breaths and literally sit down or stand, take your breaths and show them what you're doing. Have no shame about it and be like, I'm overwhelmed right now. Mommy or daddy is not going to talk until until we're calm. And take your breaths. And you're showing them it's okay to have emotions. It's okay to feel upset. It's okay to not be okay. But what are we going to do about it? We're going to calm our body because we cannot fix a problem in fight or flight. And now we are going to come together and we're going to make sure everyone's good and we're going to fix the problem and if we don't have a solution for the problem today we're just going to calm the situation and <laughs> we're going to live and we're going to we're going to work on regulating our bodies and our minds so we can one create peace in our homes and two come up with solutions and then go on the hunt for a solution to your problem research try to find something to help you but also just accept sometimes accept that we go through phases. Sometimes they're not going to nap. Sometimes they're not going to be their best. Can we be okay? Can we accept that we are going to be okay and that it is safe for us to just go through these moments in time because they, were, they are not going to last forever? And what do we want our kids to remember? Do we want them to remember that when they are having a hard time that people are going to be angry and fearful and they have to be fearful of those people? Or do we want them to know like, hey, I'm going through something. I need compassion. It's safe for me to give myself compassion and receive compassion from others. Again, whatever you want to create in your home stems from you and you have more power than you give yourself. So that's all I got for you. Right now, my babies are running around. They're emptying everything from their bed they're jumping. And now I'm going to end this because it looks like they're trying to climb over the bars of their bed into each other's and landing and it doesn't look safe. So I need to head up there. I love all of you. Follow me, like, subscribe, share this podcast if you liked it and follow me on Instagram at M period E period underscore journeys. I love you all and happy journeys.